Hey, this is TJ from Inner Arma, and you're listening to Epitome of Stupidity. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? We are back. What up? This is episode 49 of Epitome of Stupidity. Excuse I am me. Brian. I'm Clint. We've been gone so long, you might have forgot our names. Yes. He is Brian. I am Clint. We took a week off. You're welcome. Did you miss me, Brian? In the background, we have some inter-arma. Brian. What? Did you miss me? The song is called Citadel <laughs> off their new album, <laughs> Sulphur English. I like that title, Sulphur English. Oh. Yeah, they're both cool. Yeah. And the band isn't too shabby either. We'll talk about that and to them. Shortly. All right. What we're listening to. We're not going to do a commercial for the... Uh... What we're going to commercial to. <laughs> the Sonic Temple Art and Music Festival has arrived. Map Free Stadium, Columbus, Ohio, May 17th through the 19th with Foo Fighters. System of the Down. Disturbed. Get up, get up. With Bring Me the Horizon, Papa Roach, Ghost, Hailstorm, Lamb of God, The Cult, Andrew Dice Clay, and more. Go to SonicTempleFestival.com for everything. See ya at the temple. There. And we're back. We got one more giveaway. We got one more giveaway. Details coming this week. Soon. This week. This week. Okay. Okay. And then next week. Because this week would be, yes, this week. Next week is a special show. Can't wait for that. Yes. But. Anyways. Anywho. What are you listening to? What am I listening to? I'm going first? Yeah. Okay. I got stuck on Ninus Nails this week, and that's a hard hole for me to dig out of sometimes. I Gross. <laughs> You're an idiot. Your hard hole. <laughs> Your hard go hole. <laughs> I uh, listen to a lot of... Uh, they're the Slip and uh, Add Violence albums. I, I just I love it. And the live album. What year is that one? The Slip. The Slip was like 2010-ish. It was the one that he gave away. Oh, really? To try to combat piracy and all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I remember that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got stuck on Rage Against the Machine, too, in our week off. Figured I'd throw that out there just because it was... I don't think that they've been mentioned here yet. Now you do what they tell you. Fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> Some Helms Elise from Russian Circles. Russian Circles will get post-metal band of the past two fucking weeks. And some Frail, but more on that later as well. Yeah. Brian. What am I listening to? I actually listen to things. I want, the world is dying for a Subaru follow-up first. Subaru is not in the driveway. <laughs> I picked it up, paid $1,500 for the repair, and then had to have it towed back to the dealership the next day. Phantasmal. Yes, for all of you keeping track of that. Thank you. Other than that, in my loner car, I'm listening to After the Burial. Wow. After the Burial. I found After the Burial. I heard After the Burial before, but I never listened to it before. And I listened to them now, and they're pretty good. <laughs> that was not actually fast forward. Yeah. He just had coffee this morning. That was good. I, I like that stuff. Um, it's definitely genty, which is fine with me. Not overly genty, but it's there. It's there. Oh, it's a, that's a pleasant surprise. I like that stuff. Um, doing some gingering. Gingering up for, you know, prepping for the tour. More on that in a minute. Yeah. And um, a lot of 
that Marrow album, the new Keith Marrow solo album. I finally found instrumental I can stand, and it is really, really good. Yeah, really, I, really I, good. I could. I, I left it on after you took off last night, and I, like two or three songs into it, I'd had enough. It makes perfect sense that you don't like it, and I do. It does. That That's, I will not argue. Um, I listen to some Lamb of God this week. I listen. I listen to a lot of shit. Look at you listen to music. You should be on a music podcast. I know. And I'm like, every time, I'm going to remember this. I'm going to remember that. And I never do. But it was good, whatever it was. <laughs> Just know that. Okay? <laughs> know that. Now we have to uh, talk to somebody. Yeah. We're let's, going to. Let's do that. We don't have to. We, well, I mean. We want to. We want to. Yeah. TJ, we're calling you. Brian's going to hit some random numbers. Let's stop that. No. I love Okay. <laughs> ring. <laughs> Just because I like to say ring. And he answered. We've got TJ from Inner Arma on the line. TJ, how are you this uh, noonish on a Saturday? Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> uh, hungover, but no worse for the wear. Nice. Still doing music stuff, huh? Still doing music stuff. Still doing music stuff against my will. <laughs> <laughs> we happen to know what music stuff you're doing, but we'll touch base on that here in a little bit. Until then, let's talk Inner Armor. You guys' new album... Uh, Soul for English just came out. How's that been received so far? For some reason or another, people seem to like it. I really, we were trying to write a record that was off putting and made people uncomfortable. And so far, we've received nothing but glowing reviews. And I feel like we have failed. I was going to say, as, <laughs> as, as a band. Uh, full disclosure I had a mouthful of beer when you said that, and I almost <laughs> spit it out. <laughs> I know that you know here in the uh, the bio or whatnot. There, there's a little tidbit about you guys in Doom. What are your thoughts on Doom, and what would you consider you guys' style? You know, I I I think Doom is just another stupid fucking moniker for people who pretend that they're journalists and aren't creative and slap that shit <laughs> like on us. us we are not a fucking Doom band. Do you do you, you know, do you what, like Doom? What, I like I like some 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 bands that I guess okay. qualify as doom, but I never I just don't think of music in in that way at all. You know, right. if, if it's fucking good, it's good. Right. Just you know, I like Yob. Are they a doom band? I don't know. Like they fucking have chuggy parts and faster up tempo stuff that's not really I guess you know technically doom. Just like when somebody calls us a doom band, like I I. I have two bass drums and there's lots of double bass and blast beats. What, like to me, that doesn't qualify as doom. You know, I I don't know. So it's, it's just goofy shit. It's just a fucking stupid word. <laughs> Adjectives of the fucking devil. You know, if if someone hasn't has never heard Inner Arma, what what would you say they were? Uh, I just for years have said we're we're a metal band. You know. And we're just same page. <laughs> we, 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 you know, Judas, Judas Priest has acoustic parts and and slow parts, and they have fast, heavy parts. To me, you know, it's 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 there's there doesn't need to be like there, there's parts that sound like Pink Floyd. There's parts that sound like Morbid Angel. There's parts that sound like the fucking job. There's parts that sound like whatever you know they're just all the medals basically is what you guys do yeah all, all the medals all the medals perfect and we're first i know we're on board with that whole 
we get so sick and tired of the the subgenre right. and subgenre and it, like you said if it, we've actually said if it's good it's fucking good it's good if it's metal it's metal fucking love it listen to it and all that stuff so anyways we're we're with you on that one so yeah. you you are you know what's your role here for inner armor you got to you're you know pretty much the man or what i'm not going to say that i'm the man well, i <laughs> i for 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 this record in particular i happen to to write uh, quite a bit of it, but you know, generally ev- everyone has ideas and riffs and whatnot, and everyone contributes. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm just the drummer because I, I do write a lot of the guitar parts. But do you get mad when they mess up your riffs? They can't play any of my riffs right. They're, they're, I, it's <laughs> so off-putting all the time. <laughs> just listening, listening to them butcher everything that I write. Like terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, that's funny. Mm-mm. Uh so I if uh if I read this right, you've got a lot of the lyrical content too. Um it seems like there's different themes here overall than there have been on older Inner Armor albums. Well, to to clarify, I I've only written lyrics to one song on on the last record. Uh I didn't write any lyrics. Mike thought of lyrics and he's a fucking he's a fantabulous fucking lyricist uh but that said there we we kind of delved into uh you know some 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 current affairs so to speak on this one yeah because at this point in 2019 you can't really avoid all the bullshit that's happening in the news amen to that without you know without naming names uh so we we you know, we all we all feel strongly about that the way a lot of other people do. So it just kind of reared its ugly head, so to speak, on on this one. And it was, it was always something we kind of avoided in the past because we never wanted to be a, a quote unquote political band because ultimately we're all just fucking wasteoids <laughs> and you know talking politics while you after you've had. Uh, thirteen or fourteen bush beers <laughs> isn't probably the best idea. Bush beers, but <clears throat> you know, some something's got to be said. Yeah. So we we said some shit on this one. Nice. Um, speaking of names, what what is interarma? Where the hell did that come from? It's part of a longer Latin phrase, and I I can never remember the whole thing, but it's it's in it's Latin for. In the times of war, laws will be silent, um, and so it's inter arma silent legis legis. I don't, I don't fucking, I don't speak Latin. <laughs> I can't speak pig Latin. So, uh, it, yeah. So essentially, it's just it's Latin for in the in the times of war. And when we came up with the name, actually, it was an old guitar, the, the original guitar player in the band that came up with it. It you know there was no uh, political intent or anything like that behind it. We just thought, oh, it sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Sounds weird and different. And and also, we'd already played like three shows with no name, so we just needed a fucking name. That <laughs> just kind of that's kind of how it happened. It seems like it worked out for the best. That is a pretty cool name, and the the story behind it's also worthy. Uh, <laughs> how I can't help but wonder how were you build on the shows that where you didn't have a name. Man, you know, we we've 
we've talked about it and i i cannot fucking remember i don't know <laughs> damn bush beers we, we it might it, it might have said inner arma and we we had the intention of changing it to something that we thought was more applicable or better or whatever and I think it just never fucking happened, and inner arm is just stuck. <laughs> what year was that? So when did you guys get your start? Start playing out and stuff. Uh, the first show we played, fucking goddamn, that was uh, 2006, like kind of late 2006. Damn, right, been doing the damn thing, huh? Uh, it's, it's been forever. It's just, <laughs> you saw- it, we won't die. It's just dragging. It's it's, it's horrible. <laughs> Hence what you're currently doing, huh? <laughs> right. How many how many records do you guys have? I mean, obviously, all that stuff's out there, but uh, how many full-length albums do you guys have? Soul for English is the the fourth proper full-length, although we did The Cavern, which is a one 45-minute long song, so that, like, kind of, sort of, half. What? Even though, I guess you could technically call it an EP, or, so it's, like, four actual full links and then that that fucking big old monstrosity and then 140 how many times does that monstrosity make it into the set list we've only ever played it in in its entirety fucking i don't know five times maybe six times it's more times than i would have bet on jesus you can remember a 45 minute song hats off to you i would never be able to do that (laughs) in a million years well it's it's i mean it's it's kind of more like four or five songs put together and then there's a part that bookends each whole thing that kind of ties it all together okay right so it's 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 actually not it's not quite as as, as bad as you think it is i mean it's <laughs> it's pretty terrible but it's not quite that terrible. <laughs> God. especially you know it's with songs bad. like this and or you know what even just to Come back to Soul for English with these just kind of sprawling twelve-minute things and all of the changes and everything. How do you guys put a song like that together? You know, whether it's you with writing the riffs and all that stuff for the band as a whole. How do you put all that together, and how do you decide when something like that is done? Our, our whole vibe with songwriting is uh, how does it feel, and where where does it feel like it should go? So, um, we'll just we'll 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 just jam on a part, just, just play literally like the same riff over and over and over and over for, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, whatever. Oh, sorry. And, uh, <laughs> just, I'll, I'll, I'll play like 15 different drum beats to it and I'll do, I'll do a blast beat and I'll do like a fucking Phil Rudd beat to it and just, you know, and then the guitars will change a little bit. We'll do try doing a harmony with it. And, see how it feels and then where we think it 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 should should go from there um and you know we obviously we don't pay much attention to song length so you know if when it when it feels like it's done you know when you feel like you've gotten to the end of the road and it's over which let me fucking say something real quick i've been listening to a lot of bob dylan lately and a lot of people say that our songs are long Fucking every Bob Dylan song has like six fucking verses in it, <laughs> but and they're all like like the song Hurricane is eight fucking minutes long, and it's like a normal like he's just singing the whole 
fucking time. We want to talk about long-winded. And I don't even mean that as like an insult to Bob Dylan. Like, yeah, here's the Katy Perry song. Our songs are pretty fucking long. But in the grand scheme of things, like Cortez the Killer is like 12 fucking minutes long. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think our songs are that long. You know? I, I everyone's like, you guys, your songs are so long. Well, what, what the fuck have you been listening to? You listening to fucking uh, Chumbawamba Tub Thumper? What the fuck? I'll tell you what, man. Before we got on the phone with you, based on the the press release and all that, we were kind of concerned that you were going to be a little serious for our taste. I fucking love you already. This is great. <laughs> like for we 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 do the band, the whole band fucking thing. But and for me, being a guitar player, I have I struggle writing a song that's longer than four minutes. I don't know if I just don't have enough uh, creativity, but you know, I I wish I could write a six, seven, eight minute song, but I I literally. For some reason, cannot I've not been able to ever, and I have like two albums worth of material, and they're all under five minutes. <laughs> I can't get it, so <laughs> I kind of wish I, I could. I don't know. I like in in my in my country band, I had no problem doing a half minutes long, and then for whatever matter, doing something that's the inner armor, it's like we'll we'll, we'll play it and be like, oh, this one feels pretty short. Uh, what 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 does the fucking stopwatch say? Oh, 15 minutes. <laughs> this will be our single. <laughs> we just played for 15 minutes straight, and it felt like fucking four. Speaking of your country band, we uh, we started to have a, a fun little conversation prior to here. Let's go ahead and air that out. What's, tell us about the country band real quick for the fun of it. Uh, we're called Old Gun Road, and we're actually, I'm sitting in my truck, out in front of the house that we're recording in right now and we're we're uh recording our our proper full length and it's uh you know it's like outlaw country waylon jennings willie nelson type stuff uh except you know everyone in the band has either been in like definitely a bit of a, a punk rock vibe to it it's you know it's it's not it's not the most refined thing in the world, but it's 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 coming along. It's 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 cool. I'm I'm digging it. I fuck. I want to hear it. And do you do you also write some of the guitar riffs and stuff for that too, or are you just strictly drum? Oh, uh, I I I sing and play guitar in the band. Oh oh, you said you were tuning up drums, so I assumed you were getting ready to play them. Yeah, our drummer's a punk rock guy, and he like barely plays drums, so he doesn't really know how to tune the drums. <laughs> just like almost. Almost every drummer in the fucking world doesn't yes. know how to tune drums, so I was I was in there uh, tweaking them out. <laughs> tweaking them out. <laughs> nice. Uh, speaking of drums, how'd you get started on the drums? Uh, my uh, my old man's a guitar player, um, a pretty ripping guitar player, in, in fact, and uh, he just started taking me to band practices when I was like two, and uh, one of the drummers in one of his bands just like sat me on his lap while he was sitting behind the kit and put the sticks in my hand and, you know, just let me kind of bang away. And I was, I was two when that happened. And I kind of really started playing when I was three and my dad bought me kits and shit. And, uh, I wound up being in his cover band for like 20 years. <laughs> oh shit. Wow. That's Cause fun. he needed, cause, cause he needed a drummer. I guess he's just like, well, you fucking play drums. <laughs> what what covers are we talking? 
classic rock, classic like rock, ACDC, okay. Led Zeppelin. Okay, so you weren't Pop, playing, you scared. weren't playing Maroon Five or anything. So you, that's fine. Mm, no. <laughs> Uh, dude, uh, like I said, this has been a lot of fun and, uh, we're going to try to have a little bit more fun before we let you get back to band practice and get rid of your, uh, hangover. Yeah. All right. So two options, obviously pick which one and we'll let you know if you're right or wrong. <laughs> Coffee or tea? Uh, tea. Toilet paper, under or over? Over. The Beatles or the Stones? Beatles. Is that right or wrong, Clint? Always still wrong. That's still wrong, guy. Okay. Simpsons or Family Guy? <laughs> <laughs> Simpsons. Hammett or Hetfield? Oh, fucking Hetfield all fucking day long. Damn straight. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Uh, beer or liquor? I think I know. <laughs> oh, that's way too tough of a question for me to answer right now. I mean, I literally have a Bush beer in my hand. Okay, we'll go with Bush beer. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go with beer just for, you know, proximity's sake. All right. <laughs> Woods or the ocean? God, as I get older, the ocean. The ocean. I grew up in the woods. Okay. Fall or spring? Spring. And sausage links or patties? <laughs> this question's so stupid. <laughs> That's this... a fucking stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, links. All right. Go with links. That's how you really get to know somebody if, if they're at the buffet and they get the links <laughs> or the patties. Sausage preference. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, and then the typical trophy question that we end these things on, you get shipped off to an island, you get one album to bring with you. TJ, what would that one album be? Uh, Beatles' White Album. Oh, my God. You're doubling down on being wrong on this one, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you guys, fucking Stones guys? I am. Brian, <laughs> Brian hates them both. Yeah, I'm not I'm neither. But uh, definitely, if I had to pick answer that question, it would be the Beatles. I, I really I hate the Stones. Not in mind. Yeah, I have a lot of uh, unpopular opinions, but anyways. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Whatever. You know, like Clint said, we read this. We read the uh, kind of bio, and the the first sentence is a middle finger might be the best the best way to describe some of it. And so we were expecting basically a middle finger the entire time. (laughs) It's been a lot of fun. (laughs) It has been a lot of fun, man. Uh, Appreciate your time spending your hangover with us. Absolutely. Till then, uh, check out Inner Arma. TJ, thanks again, and uh, hope to see you soon. Oh yeah. That was a pleasant surprise. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, I, I read that whole bio, and I, we said a couple times later, I really thought this is going to be a... Boy, this guy's going to be too gonna be a serious, tough one. Right. and it's going to be tar- It's going to be hard. It, he was uh, quite the opposite. He was, yeah. he was a lot of fun. That was, uh, And there might be some audio hiccups despite our best efforts in there, but... You'll get it. You'll get through you'll it. You'll get the point. Yeah. It's, it was a lot of fun. Check out Inner Arma. If you like heavy... They've got the heavy for you. They've got it in all of its variations. Right, they do. They go all over the fucking place. So that the song's got like what, or that album's got like eight or nine right. songs. Um, but it it feels more like twenty four, <laughs> you know, with, with the, the way the changes the in songs. Yeah. So yeah, it's cool. It was, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where my my face kind of hurts from laughing and smiling so much. The when he was making fun of you for asking why would his country band be a secret before the right. interview. <laughs> so maybe but you don't want you know some people. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> that was a good time. Anyways, uh, thanks again to TJ and Stephanie for helping us set that up. We'll let uh, you know when that country comes out. We will. Yes, we definitely will. <laughs> other and, than that, other than that, we're going to move on to the news. Let's do the news. There's some news stories here, one of which about propane, not the kind that Hank 
cells, but the banned kind. <laughs> I don't care about propane, Clint. Take 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 oh, away, dude. Really? Yeah. Not even like the truth hurts and shit like that. No, mm. really got into I it. I feel man. like this is a. It's too hardcore. Major misstep for you. You might want to listen to some of their newer stuff. It, anyways, um, they lost the guitar. They they gained the guitar. Guitar player. Propane goes on. Tom Klimchuk, mm-hmm. which is a fun last name. If I knew Tom, I would not call him Tom. I would call him Klimchuk. <laughs> is uh, he's replacing longtime guitarist Adam Phillips? As I read and try to talk at the same time, it's working out really well so far. He was on the last three albums. Adam was. Adam Phillips was on the last couple albums. Yeah. Again, I, I've always been a Propane fan, uh, not only for my grills but for my music, and. Hopefully this means that there's a new album coming soon because I always enjoy me some new propane. They've always brought it. There was that the singer was in. Uh, he got jumped when they were touring in Europe. Uh, Perfect. Well, last, he's last propane, so good for him. He got a lot of pain out of it too. He got royally fucked up, and you know it, it's the amicable split with the guitar players is cool and all, but it's good to see that he's back and propane is not going anywhere. He appears to be planning on moving forward, which means that this did not stop propane. You can't stop propane. You can't stop propane. Um, you can apparently stop Sepultura. <laughs> because. From entering your country. Because people are stupid. Lebanese authorities have banned Sepultura from performing in their country because um, they think they're devil worshippers. Insulting Christianity. And, you know, all based on. Oh, they said they perf- had performed in Israel before, which they actually haven't. They did shoot a music video over there, but um, territory, yeah. So based on a music video and the fact that they've been to this place, they're not allowed in Le- in Lebanese areas. And that was to be clear, territory Lebanese. was like 1994. So they were there to shoot a video in the early 90s, and because of that, these people feel that they have insulted Christianity. And that they are devil worshippers. Good news. And don't want them back in their fucking country. Good news. What's there's that? a whole other world. There is. That there's, wants to hear something. There's a lot of other places for them to play. So no harm, no foul. No one really fucking cares. But it's kind of crazy that even travelers alone with Israeli stamps in their passports are not allowed to enter Lebanon. It's uh, crazy. If you've been there, to Israeli places, yes. you're not allowed to go to Lebanonish places. That's... Sepulchre is better off for it. It's just so fucking weird, man. People are crazy. Hey, Brian. Remember the other week when we were talking to Sean and Gwen from Frail? Yeah. Remember when I spelled her name wrong? Yes, I do. Okay. So does she. All right. She said she hates you for it. That's true. <laughs> um, You have any curiosity as to what they've been up to since then? Maybe to and through their 420 show here in Columbus? No. That's why I stayed inside. Okay. You want to find out anyways? Clint couldn't help it. Hell no, I couldn't. So we're going to send this to Field Clint via their show when they were here last Saturday. To me. Okay. Thank you. I'm here with Gwen and Sean again with uh, Frail. Hey. Getting ready to see them do their thing. And I'm looking forward to it. Gwen very much so looks the part. And Sean very much so looks like a guy who enjoys burying me in smoke. (laughs) Uh. Yo, just how's the reception from the new stuff so far? Uh, so far, so, so far, good. It's been good. Yeah, it yeah. came out yesterday, um, and internet response seems like it's going 
pretty good, so we're, we're happy. Yeah? Yeah. How the shows are in Canada go? They 51st were awesome. Yeah. yeah, they were awesome. Were they? Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, yeah, we played, it was, some people knew us, you could tell, but it was mostly rooms of, you know, strangers, but then by the end of the set, they were stoked, and then, uh, Gwen goes to the merch table and like we sold a bunch of stuff and we signed a lot of autographs and uh, you know I think that it was it was definitely a good trip for us. Nice. Signing autographs an odd thing or is it starting to get normal? It seems like not so much. Like I, I feel like it happens a little bit at all the shows. And That's pretty, pretty fucking cool. cool. Yeah. And obviously you look the fucking part here. <laughs> um, how much thought goes into all that? All that this does not just happen. Yeah, it, I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't believe that if you said it. It, I mean, I was putting I was putting on my makeup on the car on the way here, so it, it just you know you just gonna make do when you how you can, and right. then you just top it off with a fucking crown of thorns. <laughs> because what else would you do? Right. Crown of thorns and a big fur coat. Right. Ready for four twenty here right. in Columbus. <laughs> Uh, you guys are about an hour from now. Anything special to think of or note for the set? Well, so Al from Occult Effects, which is a pedal company from Columbus, uh, he's here. And uh, he made a pedal called the 1692, which is a boost pedal that I use. And we actually named one of our songs. It's the third th song in the set, and it'll be on the LP coming up. 1692 after, you know, it, and pedal inspired it, I guess nice. I would say. So he's here. So. We're you know excited that it's a Columbus brand and uh, he, he's been growing and his, his pedals uh, are they're awesome and they're spooky as fuck. So, so we're getting new stuff tonight then. Um yes, there's definitely new yeah, songs that. New songs. Yeah. yeah. I'm uh, I was looking forward to it before and I'm looking forward to it fucking doubly now. That's cool. Uh, again, I don't want to keep you guys a lot. I'm sure you've got a merch table to deal with. Anything else you want to throw in before we? Um, no. Just thanks again for, you yeah, know. Thanks again. And, uh, you know, you, you'll get to see the, the full band too, not just me and Gwen. There's Pat on drums, Eric on bass, and Elliot uh, on, on long hair. On long hair. Yeah. On long hair. And guitar. <laughs> under, the, under the hair is a guitar. So that's the full band of Frail tonight. I'll be sure to get pictures and everybody can sort those out for themselves later on. Gwen will, well, Gwen will be the pretty one. And <laughs> <laughs> he, he's obligated to say that. Right? <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank right. you. Thank you. And I'm back. Yeah, that's the first time I heard that audio. <laughs> I still have actually heard it, but it'll be in there. I'm sure it went great. I felt bad that you bothered them, so I didn't want to take part in your shenanigans. They seemed up for it. <laughs> so, if they hear this and wondered why I, I didn't partake, I felt bad. They were busy. And then her poor, their poor sound guy, the Hall's poor sound guy, completely shit the bed. And you could barely hear her singing. Until she was really getting it, yeah, right. it was it was hard to hear, and which sucked, right? But they they got it going on, man. They got entertainment value with with her up there, you know, and the, right. the, the crown of thorns and all that stuff, and then you know some jamming going the music's on. It's obviously badass, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to more frail in all ways, shapes, and forms. As long as that, as long as they get to the right people, they're gonna they're gonna do some. They're things. gonna be all right, yeah. yeah. Here's something that I'm sure you're a little more excited about, Brian. Yeah. Or, well, you want to do the sounder for upcoming reviews and tours and stuff, don't you? No, there's nothing. Okay. One for reviews. Then I'm just going to keep talking. Yeah. Uh, the tour. The Ginger Tour. Ginger is going on their first headlining North American tour. Ooh. Tatiana scheduled this whole thing so she could meet me. There's like five, <laughs> 50 dates. She had to, you know, she had to make sure it didn't look obvious. But three dates in Ohio. I mean, come on, Tatiana. My wife is getting a little suspicious now. <laughs> but here's here's a funny thing about this tour. It's all over the fucking place. But personally, 
I went to get tickets this morning. And Are you serious? Yeah. And I uh I looked on the, the website and they were sold out for the Al Rosa show. Really? Yeah. So what did I do? I bought a ticket to the Cincinnati show. No way. Yes, I did. You are fucking out of your mind. Then guess what I did? What did you do? Found a ticket for the Al Rosa show and bought that one too. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I end up making it to Cincinnati, I don't know. It's at a uh a, the place holds three hundred people. It was fifteen or twenty dollars for the ticket, Cincinnati tickets on a Saturday. If I make it down there, whatever. If I don't, whatever is twenty fucking bucks. Right. But I bought it thinking that I wasn't gonna find an Al Rosa ticket, but then ended up finding one. How there's did some you find one. There's some for sale, if you go to like, uh, I forget where I saw it. I went to Al Rosa's page, clicked on their ticket link to t- wherever. $252. What? Yes. People are reselling them for $252. Out of their fucking mind. I found one on some site for 25 bucks. <laughs> More crazy? craziness, yes. I'm not looking forward to going there sold out, but she she did this whole, this, this the least I can you do. You gotta, yeah. the least I can do. So uh, check them out. Uh, yeah, they if you they are fucking everywhere. Do they make it out to Cali? Dude, they are and I mean there is a lot of dates. It's from September seventh to November second, and there's not a lot of days off in between. Yeah, they they yeah, they go to Cal- all the way out to California and then Illinois and A B. Even into Canada? Yeah. A B. Yeah. That's where our boy uh Justin is, isn't it? Alberta? No. I don't know. I don't know. Calgary, Edmonton, yeah, they're going Canadian, eh? but uh, that's gonna be a good time, man. That is fucking. I watch a lot of their live performances. Whatever. Vancouver, yeah, Kick that's ass. not AB though. Anyways, I'm sorry, sidetrack. Yes, yeah. Ginger is on the uh, move. They are touring. Clint won't go with me. Brian's excited. Well, no, it's sold out. I can't. <laughs> the review this week it was something that. Brian was also really excited about this. Was a uh, this show was wholly centered around Brian. Is that sarcasm? It might be. Okay. Helmsley, Noctiluca. When did that come out? Friday, the twenty oh. sixth. Okay. Fresh. We had it before that, though, right? Yes. You've been listening to it for a while. Thank so, you, Stephanie. Uh, yeah. Um. For me, it's not my. It's not my my jam. Um. And Clint actually, Clint and I had a conversation about this last night because this is this is a tough one to do because if we're going off Brian's personal tastes and interests, I I'm not in I'm not into it. Um, it's not going to be on my playlist, but I listened to the whole thing and they definitely have an original, cool sound going on, which is hard to find these days. You, you I can't really say you know who they sound like or whatever. It's really good. It's just not up my alley. Uh, it's hard to explain. Like this is cool stuff, but uh, I just personally don't feel it. I, I which I kind of saw coming. I feel bad. Uh, why? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure why. Okay. Because I want to like it. It's, it's just not. It's just I. If I had to put a word to it, it's just not heavy enough. I guess for me. I can understand that. It. Are you gonna? Are we, are we doing shits here? Are you no, it wouldn't. There, it wouldn't be fair for you. You're not doing that. Saying. If I'm going off cool and originality for shits, okay, I'll take it away from my personal taste because that wouldn't be fair. Look at you being objective. Yeah. Uh, as always, the grading scale here is zero shits is actual shit, and five shits is the shit. Mm-hmm. And all that said, Helmsley is my thing. I do thoroughly enjoy the new album. I think that. Still Aside's always been my go-to with them. 
I think this uh, Nock Toluca may be a better jumping on point for people who aren't familiar with Helms Ali, although all the things Brian just said may direct differently. However, you just got to be into how how would you even describe it? It's It's rock for sure. Yeah, it's a little grungish. Um, Her drums power everything. Her drums are what drives everything. And I love how they kind of direct things from where there's noty guitar parts, either with his harsh vocals or their, you know, the female pretty vocals, pretty, I guess would be the word for it. Not harsh um, vocals. And then her, her drums just drive everything. And it's almost like they're telling the guitar when to be heavy and when not to be. It's the. There's a cool dynamic for sure. Yes. It's a three piece too. Which right. Is cool. All that stuff going on, and there's three people, only three people the, rocking uh, it out. Uh, you know, and uh, but her drums, what was uh, Hosey? Am I pronouncing that right? Do you remember? It was something like that. Was, uh, I'm sorry if it. I'm pronouncing it wrong because I know that you're a much smarter person than I am yeah. if you ever hear this. Uh, but things like Play Dead and Be Rad Tomorrow, where they build up or break off of, of the heavy into the quieter, more moody things. And again, with her drums, the way that they just fucking own these songs, I, I I really dig it. Every time I listen to this album, I pick up on something else that I didn't didn't notice before. That yeah, I can see that. It it's definitely going to stay in my rotation for a while. Uh, I would also go four shits, but I it's also going to be in my rotation for a while. Yeah, and uh, they're touring with Earth, I think, right now, and not coming to Columbus. But if they're coming to your town. Go check them out because Elmsley are pretty damn good and smart. And smart. And we have a, a podcast a couple episodes ago where we interviewed the guitar player. Check that out, Ben. Benny Ben Ben. Speaking of Ben, I've been wanting this guitar. Oh, now that one was good. I'll give you that one. Quick gear geek and Brian got a new guitar. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I ordered a a Reverend Sensei R A Kazunite. I ordered one off uh, Guitar Center. Labeled great condition. <laughs> One picture, it was, it's called the coffee burst. A couple of days later, it arrives. It's got finished cracks at the nut. It's got uh, tarnished frets all up and down. The fretboard was absolutely disgusting. Way to go, Use Guitar Center. Scr- the strings still on it, like nasty strings. I, are you fucking kidding me? For I mean, and the guitar wasn't cheap. I think it, after shipping and everything and tax, it was $611. Hmm. For this thing that came like shit. The body was in good condition. The neck was not. The frets were not. The strings were not. Brian took it back. Brian found a better one at Rift City for cheaper and flawless. Mm. All black with white binding. It's mm. pure sex. Yeah. But they have these these chisel, signature chisel pickups in them that have a rail on the bass side and, and um, oversized poles on the treble side. To try to keep the low end tight with the with the the rail, so it picks up a smaller frequency than a pole piece, and the pole piece on the treble side is are bigger to keep it darker sounding. You got to have the pole side bigger. Everybody yeah. knows that. Yes, pole side bigger. Rail side. If they tell you that it doesn't matter what side. size your poles are. <laughs> Reverend begs to differ. Um, you know, it's the same. It's basically the same guitar. That's Kyle Shutt's signature. Pickups are a little different. The knobs are a little different, but uh, it is a sexy beast. It is basically an SG Gibson mashup. Kind of, yeah. And it is fucking lovely. Uh, Basically, Doom Fuzz kind of machine, I would call it. 
but uh, TBD. TBD. Other than that, TBD. So far, you love it. Well, I haven't played any fuzz with it yet. Okay. Uh, yes, but I do love it. It's right behind me. I'm going to use it at practice, and it can't wait. Ooh. And we're going to do, man. We're just, we're just got lots of things to say today. We are talking top three concerts. Okay. Before we get into this, I'm going to need to rebear. Clint has been dreading this for weeks. I'm glad that He's I had lost two weeks. Sleep. I have. This is accurate. You should see him. He's even paler than he was before. <laughs> Which is hard to do. I'm actually <laughs> translucent now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go first. Okay. Okay. And I didn't, too, I didn't think too long and hard about it because I don't think that's where the real um, quality or, you know, where you would fi- really find the top three. I went with the three I remember the, the most. I, I actually agree with your thinking there, but I'll get to me in a minute. And so first best concert. Number one was Danzig, just because it was my first concert ever. Danzig and um, Cold Chamber, wasn't it? Yeah, and Cold Chamber, but no one knew who they were at that right. time. It was just ridiculous. I'm not even never really was a huge Danzig fan. They were just like, "Hey, you want to go?" And I'm like, "Well, sure. I'm a teenager. I want to go." You know, and I bought a <laughs> shirt. You know, I had the cow skull or whatever right. the hell shirt you know going on. But uh, that by far is, is the and I and the fact that I still remember it is crazy. I've been through been to probably a hundred shows that I've completely forgotten I was there. Right. Um number two is the Riot Ozfest. Ninety seven. Yes. Because I remember it like it was yesterday. Everyone tearing down the fans fence. Pantera was there. Manson was there. Um, who else was there, Clint? Manson his shit yeah, got fucked up and right. pulled the drums and over and all that stuff. People, which that was, was great back when Manson was still a like a controversial thing, and there were airplanes flying with yeah. the banners and shit protesting. Yeah. And who else was there? There was uh, Machine Head was there. Typo Negative was there. Fear Factory was. Listen there. Listen to this, guys. Listen to this shit. Oh okay. my god, that was how a, great was nineteen ninety seven? That was a big one. That was <laughs> that was a big one. And the, there was someone on the side stage. Is there a side stage? Yes, Cold Chamber was on the side stage. Um, uh, who else was there? The side stage wasn't as good back then. But in, anyways, the when I, when someone came out and said Ozzy wasn't going to be there, madness ensued. People tore down the fence. Well, hang on, you're skipping a part here. Before they actually the, announced yeah, the, that the tribute kind of thing, yeah, they uh, a, a mashup of all these bands came out and played Ozzy songs, like uh, three of them though. Like yeah, there there was. You know, like at like one point, Peter Steele's carrying around Marilyn Manson on his shoulders, singing "Bark at the Moon." Uh, <laughs> Phil saying, "I don't know." Um, it was it was fucking wild, man. And then I think it was Phil that actually said, after like three or four songs, "Look, guys, Ozzy's sick. He's in the hospital. He's not actually going to make it tonight. He'll reschedule." And then madness, madness. ensues. I swear on everything. I was standing next to the guy who started tearing down the fence. I swear. <laughs> he turned straight around and started kicking the shit, and then everyone else did. Then that's how everyone left was through the fence. People were carrying away pieces of the fence like as souvenirs <laughs> so and shit. Um, and then number three, and because there's times I forgot any time that I ever saw typo negative at the Al Rosa Villa was awesome, which I think was two or three times. I can only remember one, but. I know it for sure was two. Okay. I could no, you know what I think. Yeah. Anyways, uh, typo negative for sure. Yeah. Right. Our our there are similarities here that I did not see coming. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go sip your sippers and put on your slippers. What do you got? I've got uh, my first show at the Newport. Similarly, with your Danzig story, there, which was also at the Newport. 
typo negative in Cold Chamber. Hey. Partly because I remember it so fondly. Partly because Cold Chamber kicked ass back then. Partly because typo just owned the fucking night. Towards the end there, back, uh, that was when they were touring for October Rust. And at the end of the show, you know, somewhere in the middle, obviously typo sounded and played great and all that stuff, and it was awesome. But all the random stupid shit that Peter Steele would do, like leave the stage in the middle of the show, come back and walk up to the mic, say, I thought I had to take a shit, <laughs> but I lost the feeling, and then just start playing another fucking song. And then at the end of the show, they'd pull out the big-ass boxes of fucking toilet paper and just start throwing them into the crowd. I caught one right in the schnoz looking at, uh, I think I think I was there with Aaron and Bert, and looked over at one of them, Tigner and Bert. People that nobody here in this know. Uh, You're an asshole. Looked right, <laughs> <laughs> looked right, looked back, and then to say something to Tigner, and then looked back at the stage and caught a roll of toilet paper right in the nose. <laughs> it was awesome, man. And you, you thought that day, I'm going to talk about this on a podcast. I did like, not I think know. anything. I thought, my nose. <laughs> uh the uh, I'm not putting these in any damn order. Uh, uh, breaking rules. Of all the times that I've seen Clutch, I think my favorite was in 2012, catching them on their holiday run. Uh, it's like it was just after Christmas, and it was before Earth Rocker came out here, also at the Newport. And they just it was oh my god, it was so good. Those Earth Rocker songs were badass without knowing them. They played just a an insanely fucking killer set. They're they're probably my one of my least favorite concerts. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I don't understand that at all. That was, and in relation to that, that was our buddy James' first clutch show. He wasn't a big fan before. He's a big fan now, partly because of the live show. Yeah, well, that this was ten years after I saw them, right? So. <laughs> and then the uh, another kind of weird similarity here, my. The third one would be seeing Sabbath, Pantera, and the Deftones in Dayton. Almost died on the drive back. Mm-hmm. But I mean, oh my God, what a fucking night that was. That was, I think Pantera would have been touring, you know, quote unquote, for the live album at that point. And they pulled out some weird shit off the back of Far Beyond and just fucking killed the only band, the only band. That could have followed Pantera after that set was fucking Black Sabbath. Good thing they were there. They Good were thing in the they house. were there. We didn't even know that the Deftones were there. We were walking in the door and heard their set start. Holy shit, the Deftones are here. That was a badass. There was a lot of really awesome nights seeing the Deftones sold out at the Newport and Chino fucking crowd surfing from the stage upstairs to the bar and back. But Honorable that, mention? That's what any of those sold out Deftones shows. My honorable mention is the Queensryche show that you fucking dragged to be too. You fucking asshole. All four songs of it. Oh, yeah. And they quit. Yeah. Hats off to that Pissed was, On. That was, like the, uh, that was like the same summer as that OzFest, right. too. Same there, place. There were no riots because Queensryche didn't. <laughs> Actually, we, they built another fence right. because they canceled. So that now they had two fences. <laughs> I can't believe that fucking reference was made. <laughs> My real honorable mention, probably, and this cut just popped in my head while we were recording, is um, seeing Metallica headline there. My brother got me tickets for my birthday, and we were sat in the seats, pretty damn close. Um, you would know you were there. You, I don't know what album they were touring. Is that for. the Fourth of July show? Yeah, that was that would have been Reload. 
<laughs> but they did. They played load and all the other good stuff. But we were we were probably tenth row back. It was fucking nice. Awesome. So that was a good memory. That was a good show. Other than that, other than that, oh yeah, who the this was supposed to go in the news? Who the fuck gave Trivium permission to do a typo <laughs> negative cover? Did you listen to it? Well, yes. Well, how bad was it? It's terrible. Of course it is. Oh my god, people. Stop. Trivium, you don't need to do that. You, it's not that you don't need to, it's that you shouldn't. Well, I mean, it's people. some people need to do that to, to further themselves or whatever. Trivium's already done. Reach their ceiling. They're not going to go any lower or higher. Just well, stop fucking with shit. Lower could be achieved. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, th- th- If anything, it set them back. For me, anyone that was a fan and a fan of Typo probably did not like it. I have a feeling. I, I if you heard it and you did like it, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I have no intentions of hearing it. That was that's one of my favorite songs. It, they did. I don't want to be me. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to be. There you go. Sing it. Yeah. No, I'll leave that up to Matt Heafy. <laughs> and his double strap. And his double strap on. <laughs> Anyways, I'm pretty sure we're on social media. We're on all the social media networks platforms and things like that as long as they are instagram twitter and facebook like us find us follow us we love you for it uh in the background you are hearing inter arma again they are going to dominate the end of this with their fucking metalness that uh you're hearing <laughs> prescribed by cj Pres- tj or tj RJ tj or <laughs> tj um prescribed by tj JT. We have an email. It is eostupidity at gmail.com. Should you find a reason to email us, use it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, rate, review on all the uh, podcast sites that you can. Subscribe so that we can continue to give you this podcast and receive your love in return. Yeah. Big hug from me here in the microphone to you. Teaser. The subscribe button. Teaser, teaser. One of the best metal bands You've I know. You've already teased it once. On the next episode. <laughs> You're out of your mind. Next episode's big, big episode. Big, big time. Important people be looking for that. Episode 50. Yeah. Doing it big. We're Until out of then. Here. Bye. <laughs>